Good morning, 739 News Radio 923. I'm Andrew McKay. It's a Pensacola morning news. Kate Meehan is our pop culture editor at dailyboom.net. She joins us from New Jersey on a Friday to kind of talk about the things we don't talk a lot about during the week, but I think once a week is just about plenty for us. Kate, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News. Good morning. All right, I gotta start with this. Did you watch the night court? It's not a reboot, it's a sequel, okay? Because John Larroquette plays himself, you know, or plays the character later on in life. But did you get a chance to watch either of the episodes this week? I did not. We were actually going to watch it like a week ago before uh-huh. it came out. We went looking for it. So it is on tap for the weekend. But I've only heard good things, which makes me really excited. I was, I expected it to be awful. Because <laughs> I figure anything somebody yeah. remakes is going to be, you know, they're going to ruin my childhood with it, basically. And I watch I'm like, oh, this yeah. is really good. Surprisingly good and funny and so entertaining. At least that's, you know, what I thought. Um, okay, you you are the person who knows all the things that nobody else knows about the pop culture stuff. Is Carol Baskin's husband actually alive, allegedly alive, verifiably alive? What, what do we know? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not with him. Perfect. I'm not with him with, a, with an umbrella drink on, in, a, in a raft somewhere. No. They seem to think that he was alive for sure in Costa Rica. Because um, Homeland Security and some of the documentation that she had seen, they were brought in and said that he was spotted and found alive. And Homeland Security only came into existence in 2002 after 9-11. So he supposedly went missing in, what, 97? So that would mean that he purposely went missing and at least had been alive for a while. However, if he's still alive, he's now like 84. So even if he was alive at that point, that doesn't mean he still is now. So who knows? Okay. All right. And I, you know, it Bye. seemed like such a, uh, oh my God. And then, well, maybe. So we'll see. Oh, okay. I, I have also not watched this show, so I'm curious. But the rumors are, the allegations are that Velma, the kind of, you know, Scooby-Doo spinoff starring Velma, where... You know, you look back at the show and there's always kind of like these superficial markers of her being, you know, fond of women. Okay, and now the new show seems to be embracing that and and some of the cartoons as well. But the 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 theory is that the show is so bad that it had to be made by conservatives as a like counterintelligence operation to make woke culture look bad by portraying it so awfully. What what is going on here? Well, I think that whole, like, summation is a bit of a stretch because, you know, we have to point fingers. It's what we do. Right. We always point fingers at the other side and blame. So there's that. Um, but I think what it is, I think it, it probably is that bad. And it's because in order to explain the backstory of the character, who was always a little bit different than the rest of them, they threw a whole bunch of stereotypes into the mix. You know, she's definitely fond of women, but... There's all these things. There's a lot of violence. There's a lot of blood and gore. There's a lot of, like, it's supposed to be an adult comedy um, cartoon, so there's a lot of sex. There's a lot of things that she supposedly experienced young that shaped who she was as a character when we grew up with her. And those things do shape people, but, like, you have to remember, it doesn't always take the extreme stereotype to shape the choices someone makes or to, you know, shape who they become. So in that way, yeah, they're throwing everything but the kitchen sink at it to try to explain away things when it doesn't need to be that deep. So 
there's that. You know, you go through normal things in life and they shape you. Death shapes you. Loss shapes you. Accidents shape you. Like, normal things. It doesn't have to be extreme, and they're making it very extreme, and it's not flying with the audience at all. So it's just uh, thin writing, <laughs> bad writing, and yeah. uh, and I, yeah. you know, look, that's always going to be the culprit when a movie or a TV show is not good. Uh, speaking of the opposite yeah. of that, I haven't seen uh, Avatar: Way of Water, but it's now what the fifth highest grossing movie in history. It went. Uh, what is it that good? Like I have no idea. But I, I was kind of with the uh, our afternoon folks the other day. We're talking about how they hadn't seen it. None of their friends had. So who's spending money on these tickets? Well, my husband went to see it by himself. (laughs) (laughs) Statement. And and it's like, it's three hours long, and he was was a fan walking in, and he came out saying, eh, it's okay. It was like way too long, and it's, it's okay. So I think that the initial rush is people excited to see the follow up. Sure. That like couldn't wait to go and actually see a continuation. Um, but you know, let's let's go a couple weeks down the road and see how the numbers look then. Because once that initial rush wears off, I mean, you're not going to take away the standing right now. But is it that good? I haven't heard anybody that loved it. I've not heard that. Yeah, it's weird. I, I assume this is largely the coattail effect of the massive success of the first movie. And uh, oh my god, I want to yeah. see about this. But even for me, who saw it at the theater at, in the beginning, it wasn't enough to get me to go to the theater. Now, you know, I can wait for the DVD or streaming or whatever. Um, also, yeah. you know, we we David Crosby. On the one hand, okay, yeah, but we're kind of entering a phase where I had a friend of mine say it's going to start to be a mass extinction event for aging rockers soon because we're in that time frame, right? Yeah. I think just, just thinking in the last month, like since the middle of December when we lost like Irene Cara, like from that point on, I, I think we are definitely in for a year of loss when it comes to our rockers and the musicians we grew up with. I think we're seeing that. And, you know, they're all in their 70s at least. So it, it's inevitable. It's really inevitable. And there are so many of them that, you know, one loss a month is still going to feel like, oh, my gosh, not another one. You know, so I, I think that is what's coming. And I think we kind of have to expect it to some degree. Yeah. And as you say, it's going to start to feel like everything we loved growing up is going away. But just do the math. You know, that's human longevity. We're talking to Kate Meehan. Uh, Kate, hang on for a second because I had one other one I wanted to get to with you. Uh, We've got Gracie in here with Traffic on the Fives. Roads are looking good right now with I-10 and I-110 not showing any delays. Pine Forest, Blue Angel, and Gulf Beach also moving smoothly throughout Gulf Breeze proper. Really nothing to slow you down on 98 as well as throughout Tiger Point and Navarre. If you see something else on the roads, just make sure to give me a call to the traffic line. That number is 850-2626-111. I'm Gracie Wolf with your traffic on the fives. Thanks so much, Gracie. Back to Kate, me and, and and by the way, just to note, I am deliberately not talking about Alec Baldwin because I care even less about that story than I care about uh, Prince Harry. <laughs> just like I can't bring myself to be concerned at all uh, at this point about that story. But one that I did find kind of fascinating is you know the T.J. Holmes story where he's he, he's. Still on suspension, but now he's, I guess, I don't know, I, I pay a little attention, but now it turns out that, um, gosh, he was having sex with another woman at work, a 24-year-old intern. Oh, no, it couldn't possibly be true. I'm so shocked. <laughs> I'm just so shocked. Right. I don't know what to do with this information. <laughs> I mean, 
isn't this the pattern? I I know, like like we we were saying minutes ago, the the, the side chick. You know, the, you want to believe that this love is different and it's so powerful that you've left the relationships that you were in for years because this is so different. And you know what? Ninety nine point ninety nine percent of the time, it's not. It's just not. Even though you may feel like it is, you're in for a rude awakening. And yeah, his whole history at ABC, they've, they've gone through things. There are so many women. Like, that was his playground. Yeah. And so nothing was permanent. He had a wife, he had a girlfriend, and, and he had a couple side chicks on top of that. That was his lifestyle. That was his personal life. There's no shock there, really, I'm, except I'm, maybe Amy Robach. Right, right. And I'm always, I'm always amazed, like the, the, the woman, or I guess the man, but it's more commonly the woman, who gets a guy to cheat on his wife, and then, you know, promises he's going to leave her for her, and she thinks it's all real, and then he cheats on her, or has already cheated on her. She's like, oh, how dare I? I'm like, you know the product. <laughs> you know what this yeah. man does, and how are you shocked? I mean, are you that dumb? Well, we deceive ourselves in all kinds of things, I guess. Yeah. Well, Kate, me and you want to believe they want to believe. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. And they, they want to be deluded and deceived and believe the lie and believe they're special and all this kind of stuff. Right. Uh, Kate, me is our pop culture editor yeah. at dailyboom.net. Kate, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for uh, spending your time paying attention to a whole world of the news that I try my best to ignore most of the time. So I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you.